Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Chris, his name is Kane. He is the man from Delta Solar. Here. I am Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here is Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Do you make any, uh, I know you do in football. I've not seen them, so if I'm just not seeing them, I'm, I'm getting, uh, I guess you can say, an education. Because it used to be you would go through your little round table, and everyone would make their predictions for the upcoming Arkansas football game. Do you do the same thing for basketball? Haven't really. I mean, just aside from, like, message board chatter and stuff like that. Okay, but I mean, okay. As, as for this basketball game, last I saw on Bet Saracen, it was uh, plus six and a half. Arkansas, we talked yesterday, it was plus five and a half. So it's um, Arkansas's picked to lose by more. Right. And I can't, I can't disagree with that. I mean, until we see something different. And, I, I mean, I know what we saw against Texas A&M, especially the first half and the way it finished. But I just – I just have a hard time seeing with this matchup, um, Arkansas coming out, you know, and covering that. But things happen in basketball. I mean, you know, the shots fall sometimes. And, um, you know, right when you think, uh, you know, right when you get completely down on a team, which it feels like everybody is right now, uh, you know, sometimes muscle will surprise you. They, they certainly have in the past. But, uh, man, I just, I just I don't like the matchup with Arkansas's three-point defense and Ole Miss's. Um, three-point shooting percentage, which is third in the SEC. Arkansas is 202nd nationally in three-point percentage defense. It's a, not a good matchup. And, you know, Ole Miss has been on the road a couple times and, and lost those. They've, they've only lost SEC games. They were 15-0 and before going into conference play and uh, have obviously gone 2-3 and three in SEC play. Lost to Tennessee pretty good. They have not, they have not lost uh, in their home, uh, on their home courts this season. So, um you know, I, and, and plus, we, as we've mentioned, you know, um, Matthew Morell and, and Alan Flanagan, both of those guys had, you know, kind of off games last time, and they haven't had back-to-back off games. Neither of them had all season. So I, it doesn't feel like a great matchup, but, you know, I mean, they're gonna, they're, Arkansas is still going to show up. They're going to go. They're, they're going to go to Oxford, and they're going to play the game. So <laughs> there's there still be a game tonight, so we'll see. Numbers can absolutely drive you crazy. And if you look at the numbers of this game, uh, everything everything favors Ole Miss. And then you have, Trey, I, th- I think what is driving me crazy, can't speak for Chris, can't speak for Rick, can't speak for you, but is the inconsistencies. And I, I, I'm through talking about lack of effort. I mean, I, forget that. I've, I've, I've already overstated that. Yeah. But the inconsistencies, and the reason why I say that is, okay, I've used the example before. I'm trying to do the double R prop specials. And um, if I go by, let's just say I went by the last game productions. Um, I had Layden Blocker. Layden Blocker. He's, he's probably now averaging... Somewhere around six minutes per game in SEC play. 
Had him for 0 0.5. What did he score? Zero. And then I had Jalen Graham, who's coming off of, what, a 12 or 14-point effort. Had him over 8.5. What did he score? Three. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. there is no rhyme, except for Mark, there is no rhyme or reason that's going mm -hmm. on with the either consistency or inconsistencies. There's no rhyme or reason. Inconsistent. Yep, that's the the term for this team. Uh, they they consistently seem to lack you know the the toughness and the grit that you got to show in SEC uh, in conference play in this league, and uh, they've been very inconsistent. And I've noticed your your prop bets just uh, <laughs> they're not hitting, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, okay, that last really hitting on that, those. It'll, that, it'll it'll come full circle sometime, Randy. Sometime that last that last game against South Carolina, I had two. You had two. Two. How many did you do out of uh, twelve or thirteen? Let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen different yeah. specials. I had two winners. I had Chandler Lawson. I had him for. Over two and a half points, he scored four. Had him, uh, this one was kind of a teaser on the back half of it. Forget what it paid. Total defensive rebounds. I find some of these guys that are slacking in a certain area, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to challenge them this game. Now, I may make it 0 0.5, but I'm thinking, okay, come on. Can you get one? Come on, Brazil. Can you get Surely one? you can get one. Can you get one? <laughs> one. One. Dylan Graham, uh, I had him at three, eight and a half. He scored three. Total assist, zero point five. He carved out one great assist. So you're right. It's been it's been. Try this. This is like football. Got to be we're in football, or you just kept watering them down because they were so inconsistent. Yeah. One week they might be, you know, individually respectable. Next week, they disappeared. Yeah, no question. Football was awfully inconsistent. I mean, if you were trying to do, like, prop bets on Rocket Sanders or something, that would, <laughs> that would have been very frustrating. Go broke. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, Rocket had one good game last year. That's incredible to think and about. And I probably, probably didn't even uh, have him charted for having a good game. <laughs> game yeah, so. that was late into the year. Yeah, somebody yeah. could have made a lot of good money off of that. Sure, yeah. Let's talk to yeah. Sharp Shooter. Sharp Shooter, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah. First, I, let's, let's establish that we are consistently inconsistent, our basketball team. Uh, but I love muscle men. You know, I like his philosophy. But I played a lot of basketball in my time. And if I'm looking over my shoulder, if I make a bad play, then I'm going to the bench. You're never going to get consistent having running three or four people in there at a time without getting some chemistry with the guys that you're running up and down the floor with. It's not going to happen. So mm -hmm. what's your thoughts on that? And I listen. Thanks. I thought Musselman had a good answer to it because he was asked about that in the last game uh, and said, basically, I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. just stop trying to find, you know, players that are going to go in there and and compete and do what we ask. I mean, I get it too. Like he's he's still playing for the majority, like seven, maybe eight players, like you know, seventeen minute, fifteen minutes or more, something like that. Uh, he still is playing like a dozen players, and mo but most of those guys are getting sick. It's almost like he, you know, like five, three, five minutes, something like that. But it's almost like he puts a guy in there, says, "Okay, this is what you're going to give me tonight. You're out." You know, like everybody kind of gets a chance and like, okay, these are our seven. It's almost like it, you know, kind of comes down to that. But I agree. I mean, I think it's a double-edged sword of, yes, you'd love to see them, you know, be able to roll with the same guys and, and narrow it down. I mean, I asked him after the Texas A&M game about battle not, not playing. And, uh, you know, he said, Basically, you know, whoever he decides not to play, he knows he's always going to get questions about who he decides not to play. Hmm. Well, the next game, Battle played 17 minutes. And it was a coach's choice before. 
So it's I, I, I guarantee you he's as frustrated. He's probably more frustrated than any of us yeah. are right now, and that's saying a lot because I know I'm frustrated. Randy, I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in the caller's voice. I'm, I mean, everybody is frustrated. We had very high expectations for this team, and yeah, I don't know if the answer is just saying, all right, it's going to be it's going to be these seven guys, these eight guys, and that's it. Because well, the answer is lower so often expectations, and if he they puts win, those guys out there and he's disappointed <laughs> with how they're playing. Rick, that is my thought on everything sports related. Yeah. Yes. Just lower, Sorry, just Rick lower expectations. Lower right? expectations. Lower expectations. And just if yeah. they win, hey, surprise. Right. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> That's great. As a Jaguar fan, I can tell you it's the only way to go through life. <laughs> uh, Trey, I want to follow up on something you mentioned, though, just now. Mm-hmm. Guys who will maybe not play the game that they know how to play that they're that they've excelled at that has given them this opportunity because are they timid because they're scared if they don't play well they're not going to get the minutes are you seeing these guys yeah. not maybe be, reach their full potential because they're scared if they make a mistake he'll pull them because like you said hey if he's, if it's if you're not bringing it tonight I'm going to find someone who will instead of letting them try and bring it or get into a rhythm I mean that's possible too I would I mean I don't know. I, I would hope these guys don't think like that, like they're mentally past that. But yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely possible. Uh, I, you know, I can, can kind of compare it to like a running back. I always felt like when Arkansas like decides to keep a bunch of running backs happy or something, and you know they never let them get into a rhythm. You know, there's I think there's that aspect of it. I mean, we could we could come up with all kinds of different ideas. Well, they're not able to get into a rhythm. They're not feeling comfortable. They're worried they're going to get pulled if they make a mistake. <laughs> you know. But the bottom line, I think, is uh, Musselman isn't going to pull you out if he feels like you're going, you know, fanatical. Fanat- fanatical? Fanatical. Um, frantic. You frantic. Know, like just going, yeah, yeah. just giving everything you've got, um, you know, going 110%, as they say. If you're doing that, then, and, you know, he knows what you can do as a player, I don't think that he's, I don't think he's going to pull you out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if the effort's the there, effort there, yeah, if the effort, yeah. so, so, like, Randy, I know we don't want to touch on it, and it's been stressed enough, so you're saying if at least there's an effort, then you're allowed to make a, you get a little, little bit more leeway, maybe, in your game. If you if the that's, effort is especially on the defensive end, right? I mean, which yeah, obviously they what, haven't shown. Absolutely, and that's what I would say. But I mean, like, there's also like guys that you know, like Makai Mitchell. Like, why is Makai Mitchell? You know, he's playing like eight minutes fewer less a game, and you know they have fewer options down low this year. Like, you know, where is he? Devo Davis. You know, Devo's not the same guy he was and he had his struggles at times last year remember he even kind of took a game off and but he kind of found his niche but where's Devo really been this year and like some of the guys that were on the team last year like and Devo's getting the minutes too you know I mean he's not like Mitchell where the minutes have diminished Devo's averaging 30.2 second on the team yeah you know so I mean he's given the opportunity it's just been the production hasn't been there absolutely absolutely uh but I know that Musselman also feels like Devo hustles. Yeah. You know, and he drives us all crazy sometimes. We love him, but he, you know, <laughs> he does some very unorthodox-looking things out there and uh, makes some weird decisions, but he also makes some, some incredible plays. And when, you know, he's he's hot, it's really fun to watch. But uh, he does give he does give maximum effort. So that's, that's why we see him pretty consistently. Um Tremel and Mark is the same way. Gives great effort, and he's been, you know, obviously the most productive. What drives me crazy again, some players can get out there, and it seems like what Chris is saying, they're afraid of making a mistake, but if they get an opportunity, they're out there, quote, to score. The shot selection may be highly questionable. If they don't make it, Seem like the next whistle. There they are back on the sideline. And I think some players, you, I mean, look how quickly sometimes Jeremiah Davenport shoots the ball in the front court. If it touches his hands, it's pretty well going up. Just yep. almost automatic. And I think Battle is the same way. He's expected to provide three points scoring. He did that early in the season. He's in a rough patch. 
And now I don't think even even effort right now is determined how much he plays. It's how productive he may be in that one or two snapshot uh, snapshot moments that he gets, opportunities that he gets. Yeah, Battle's not seeing all. Uh, he's down to like twenty minutes a game, but yep. he's still forty percent from three point range. How much in SEC play though, Trey? Well, well, down, yeah, down, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You may be uh, talking four minutes a game average, and that's not even consistent. But we know this guy can shoot. Yeah, we know he can shoot. We know he shot well at Temple. Uh, we've seen him shoot well at Arkansas. He was the guy that when they brought when they brought in, I thought, okay, this is this is going to be a guy that's just going to really light up some teams. And I thought Jermon Mark would be good, but I, I didn't think he would be, you know, the best player on the team without a doubt. Thirty-five point capability. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So he's two of eight from three-point range. Battle is since SEC play started. And two of eight. Five games through five games, but. It, to my point earlier, that's not a lot of opportunity to get no. better. No. You know, I mean, he has had such limited minutes, 5 to 24 against Georgia, and Which then 17. Distorts but, it. Yes. But then the last two games, he's had seven combined minutes, as you mentioned earlier. So, it's yeah, it's been poor in SEC play, but he hadn't really been given a chance to get better at it. No. Well, I mean, you know, he played... Like five minutes yeah. last time out. Yeah, one for two I mean, from he three. Got, he got up two three-pointers very quick. <laughs> you know, he missed the first one, and then he came back and he made the second one. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't get a whole lot of opportunities in that one. But those two threes were maybe on the same possession or back-to-back possessions, if I remember. But, yeah, they were. I think you're right. Yeah. Back-to-back. All right, let's talk with Flo. Flo, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I was going back with that battle. And uh, in a year, Battle was scoring twenty some points a game when he was getting minutes, mm-hmm. and he was efficient from the uh, three point line and the field goal and the free throw line. Mm-hmm. But the last four games, he only gets four or five minutes, even minute field. Like, and we only scoring sixty four points a game mm-hmm. in the mid sixties. We're not going to beat no team scoring in the sixties. No, but he you scored over twenty points five times this year. Yep. Yeah, you got all your scoring on the bench. You got Minifield on the bench. You got Battle, and you got Graham. That's your your scoring right there. I don't think if, if they don't play, I really don't think we we going to win any games if them, them three guys don't get the, uh, in the rotation. Battle had twenty one against Duke. Also, I mean, he look, really you, he really stepped up in that one because they didn't have Mark. But if you look at his shots, he he was efficient them games. He'll yep. shoot four or five threes. He'll hit three of them. And I'm like, I don't, I'm just trying to figure out what happened. Did he did, did him and Musk get into it or something? <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities like that. His minutes dropped pretty good against UNC Wilmington. Uh, he only had two points on a couple of free throws, and then. And, Trey, that was a game coming off of where he had 26 minutes, 18 points. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yep. he was coming off a good game and then went 0-5 against UNC Wilmington and got pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, but he still played a pretty decent amount against Auburn and Georgia. Um, but, yeah, he hasn't. The last three games he played two against Florida. He didn't see any action against Texas A&M. And I was wrong. I actually thought he saw more minutes against South Carolina, but he only saw five minutes against South Carolina. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, – we'll see what happens this week. I mean, they could use I mean, they could right. use him getting back on track, obviously. If they could get battle back on track and, uh, you know, Tremont Mark doing the things that we know that he can do and, you know, get, get uh, uh, Trevin Brazil going – I mean, maybe they can get figure Devo something out. going. Yeah, get who Devo else, being who back. Who can we Devo. get going? Let's see. I know a lot, a lot of ask, people. The manager. Can we, can we just, get the manager going good? Yeah, just get just get this guy going and those and all those other guys yeah, going, and yeah. they ought to be okay, right? Yeah. I think yeah. Trey. One thing that's surprising about battle, <laughs> the battle situation is this: is he was playing limited minutes in two blowouts, and I mean, South Carolina wasn't a blowout blowout, but that was never really contended, right? It, it, it yeah. was enough of a buffer constantly. Florida was a complete blowout, and you just wonder, like, if there's ever a time to get someone Thank minutes you, and get them in the game and maybe find their rhythm again. And hey, the only way to get out of a funk sometimes is to shoot your way into mm-hmm. a rhythm, and 
He wasn't even giving him those opportunities. And I think that's why some people are wondering, is it something more than just missed shots that yeah. is causing this limited action for him? Well, I kind of thought that's what was happening in the last game because, uh, you know, not only did he take two, three, I feel like he took, on two possessions, I feel like he took three shots, if I'm not mistaken. And when he was doing that, I was like, okay, he's going to just shoot himself out of the slump mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe get Or shoot himself again. back onto the bench. Yeah, and then he eventually yeah went went back on the bench, but he did make one. He made his last shot. Yeah, which was a three, and then and then got pulled. And they got pulled. That's the thing that I think why why people are like trying to figure out. And I, and and look, I mean, you guys asked Muss in the in the post game about this stuff, and he seems to be very you know not just aware, but he's like, oh yeah, I'll tell you why, and 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 talks about it. But mm-hmm. it doesn't. It feels like it, it, there's some words without real explanation behind it. it. Well, and there's also you know he talks about defensive end of the court too. Yeah, you know yeah. he he. That's obviously something that he's going to harp on. Every time that Arkansas has really kind of hunkered down and, and really kind of pulled them, themselves out of a bit of a slump, what I've always seemed to notice, like, man, they're really starting to play well on defense. And so that's, I mean, that's just going to be a hallmark of Musselman teams. He's going to demand great defensive play and great effort on that side of the court. But this year, if you look at Arkansas's best games, it's been because they've shot well and scored. They yeah. haven't played great defense against anybody, including no. Duke. They, but they shot well and scored against Duke. And that, that's the thing is you have to look at it and say, okay, do you sacrifice a little defense to get some guys out there that can score? And and if you if they're out there, will they score? That's the other question. Sometimes there are scorers on the floor and they don't hit their shots. Yeah, I still think about that every once in a while, the Duke game, because I was you know, sitting in the press area and suddenly – you know, I'm just focused on the game, and you know, I'm thinking like Duke's not going away. <laughs> like they're having a really hard time putting them away, and I started getting hot, and I was like, "Why am I so hot?" And I look around me, and it's just students. You know, students have been cheering all game, just filled up the aisles, ready to rush the court, and I'm just thinking they may not pull this thing out, but um, that's kind of a feeling I'll never forget about that game. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane. Hyundai. It actually was a fun show. Tomorrow morning we recap the Big Hog victory tonight over Ole Miss, right? Yes. Absolutely. Melinda Mayo's going to be with us. Shannon Lynn's going to show up with us. And Groot's coming from Corky. Joe Klein. Good morning. The rest of my life going to start today. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040 or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI Smart Cap. Are you curious about QC Kinetics? Let me tell you what we do. 
That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director at QC Kinetics. We treat people who have joint pain and we use your body's healing properties, the things that you already have in you, in your blood, to heal your knee pain, your joint pain, your shoulder pain, your back pain. You have everything that you need in you already. The same natural process that heals a cut on your finger also works inside your body. And so what we do at QC Kinetics is take those healing properties, concentrate them down from your body and put them where they need to go. We are the experts in regenerative medicine. That's all we do. And best of all, there's no surgery, no downtime or harmful drugs. This is the future of medicine. And your consultation is completely free. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Chris Crane. Kane. Hmm? I've twisted that back and forth. People ask me if I own car dealerships. Do you realize? We're very close when you say it like that. Yeah. Do you realize how many times you've now bought the uh, Hyundai and the um, Genesis dealership there in Conway? You know, I would love it. I would. Lo- and you know, it's funny. I believe his son, Christian... We share the same name because I'm a Christian Kane, and he's a Christian Crane. So, yeah, it would be very confusing if we were at a party. Yeah. Oh, hey, what did I, I just talk to that guy? Yeah. Nope, nope, that's the other one. Hey, Chris. Very close. You got a, you got a, somebody here want to talk to you about a car? Yeah, I would love to have that dealership. Uh, Riverfront Steakhouse is the real deal, and there's no confusing that. Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock, and... Um, there are times that you put things up on this pedestal, so to speak, and you say, is this the greatest of all time? Yeah, this is the greatest of all time. You capture in the moment, greatest? I, I, this is the greatest You're of all it. time. You're going to say it. You're going there. I'm, I'm going there. Okay. This is the dinner for two for 60 bucks because it's an all-time, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's beyond the Hall of Fame. Whatever goes beyond the Hall of Fame. You get a filet, a 10-ounce filet plus four. Count them. Four of... The famous Frank Fletcher shrimp, who, if you know Frank, he does nothing. Uh, he cuts no corners. These are these are monster shrimp. And then you get the Riverfront salad bar for two. That's right, for two. Uh, I try to make my salad bar for four because I go through it more than once. And then you get to uh, pick two side items. And I have quickly learned to believe this is getting among when you got the four that's up on Mount Everest, would it be hibachi fried rice with chicken? Because it's that good. It is that good. Baked potato, onion rings, mush mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, French fries, zucchini, wild mushrooms. You get your choice of two of those and you'll be sharing. All for sixty bucks. It's an all time great. Check it out. Riverfront Steakhouse, make a reservation, 371-9000, open for business tomorrow night, Friday night and Saturday night in S for Shapur. That's a Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. You mentioned the greatest of all time. Greatest. You said the greatest. Uh, this is one of those aggregate accounts, but they said eight years ago today, this is on Twitter, the 33rd football team or 33rd team. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady battled it out one last time on the field. And Trey Wingo, formerly of ESPN, pointed out something I think very important. He said, we've had three 17-game seasons, and nobody has even come close to Peyton's 16-game regular season in 2013. 55 touchdown passes and 5,477 yards. We saw this past weekend Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes face off, and many people said, is this the next Peyton Brady-like rivalry. they got a long way to go before that. I mean, I think Mahomes is chasing Brady in terms of um, championships and Peyton in terms of stats. But, yeah, eight years ago today, Peyton 
in his final season, where he had his arguably his worst regular season. He was carried by the defense on the way well, to the Super well, Bowl. How many times did they play against each other, Brady and Manning? I have to go back and look. I'm not. I'm that, not that'd sure. Be interesting because already uh, Mahomes and Allen have played against each other seven times, and they're scheduled to play next season. I got so, it. So uh, head-to-head series. So I'm going to guess, yeah, I'm going to guess, I don't know, did Manning and Brady play against each other that many times? 11 and 6. Brady has uh, the head-to-head. Times. Yep. Okay. Brady has the head-to-head wow. uh, 17 times overall. Okay. Um, let's see if there's a postseason, though. I think that's uh, that's important to note. Uh, five times in the postseason, Manning won three of them. How about that? Hmm. So that was put the, you that in was your tiebreaker. Pla- put you in your place. The only time that's the only thing Peyton has over over Tom, and, and that wasn't part of the the other the number was regular season only, uh, or was it a combination? It might have been a combination. Okay, I have to go. I'll, I'll double check. Trent, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, Randy, how are you doing? This Man, week? doing great. Trent, how about you? Okay, um, I just want to touch base on a couple of things. I've, I've been listening to online some. Uh, Southern California sports stations, and they have got their eye on Chris Beard because Mick Cronin is not getting it done at UCLA. Yeah, yeah. And they 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 said that they will pay Beard whatever he wants, he will miss, and come be the head coach at UCLA. Well, he's making wow. three point two right now at Ole Miss. What do you think about this? What do you th- where do you think he he would go? What do you think is more prestigious? As I know, yeah, Cronin's not getting it done to UCLA. What about the Louisville job? Yeah, no? I go if oh. I go UCLA, I go UCLA. Going UCLA over think, Louisville? I, I wouldn't think Beer would want to go into that hornet's nest because those people are crazy, and you know that. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> are they not? I was watching uh, a local sports station on Kentucky last night, and they're calling for his head. For Calipari, I mean, Calipari. Well, they've been doing that the last couple of years. Yeah, but he said he said he got all these good players together, yeah. these two bigs, these great shooting guards, and I mean they were schooled last night just like we were. South Carolina did it again. Uh, you know, you know, Arkansas and Kentucky are playing each other Saturday. South Carolina just beat both of them back to back. After seeing the recap of that last night on YouTube, I didn't feel too bad about how we did against Creamed them. them. I mean, they just they beat them just as bad as they beat Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. And one last thing, and I'll, I'll hang up. What basketball team has fired their head coach with a winning record to bring another coach on? Hmm. Well, you're talking about what Milwaukee did? Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee Bucks, fires Adrian Rippey, and they're and winning. 13. They have a winning record, yeah. and they bring in Doc Rivers. Because they think he can corral the the outcast, basically. Wow. Well, Doc Rivers is a strong coach. He's had some success. But yeah, I'm going How do you fire a guy? When Thank you, Trent. Thirteen. That just doesn't make much sense when you've won seventy percent of your games and you're in your first year, and they fire you. Yeah, I got to get back to. Yeah. That'd be like a football coach in his first year at a school going eight and four. Okay, firing. Really? Well, no, he didn't even get to the eight and four. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's the same percentage, similar percentage. You know, how do you fire a guy when he's won seventy percent? I don't get it. Yeah, it's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Hey, Bart Reed. Hey, Randy, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm not sure there's... Um, well, no, if, if Arkansas was slated to go to Starkville, I think I would just go ahead and write it down as a, as a loss. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe not quite to the same extreme uh, at Ole Miss. But the problem is, Bart, this, this basketball team is... Well, they're right now consistently bad, with the exception... Yeah. 
of what was witnessed against A&M. And now you got to take this uh, party to the road. you got to take it to Oxford, yeah. Mississippi tonight. And what might be one of the best one-game coaches, if not the best overall coach in the country, and Chris Beard, who I just think does a fantastic job on offense and defense. And so certainly it's a tough road to hold. The, the, the problem is Arkansas's inconsistency shooting the basketball and then defending on the defensive end. And I mean, just contesting open shots. These five-minute lapses have really defined this Arkansas Razorback team, which is why they're one and four. I, they need to come out early, defend the basketball, run off the three-point line, make sure and get back in transition, or the game could get out of control in a hurry because Chris Beard is going to have the Ole Miss Rebels ready to play. Are you surprised that, uh, and, and maybe again, I'll call this the tor- the total portal team because Chris Beard, we know, took over late, had to scramble to fill the roster, got fortunate with uh, Alan Flanagan due to the fact that his yep. father's Wes Flanagan. That's a pretty good get uh, in yeah. itself. But um, yep. one thing that's not a characteristic of this Chris Beard team, and I'm just wondering if it's a matter of, of the defense basically coming together, but they are giving up more points than I've ever seen a Chris Beer team give up. They are, and it takes time. You know, we're going to have two coaches that believe in what I call no paint touches. So tonight, both teams are going to push everything away from the middle. So these are two man-to-man, no middle drive teams. To do that, it takes time. Chris Beard, obviously being new there, has not had time to instill that because that's not an instinctive thing that transfer portal and high school players do. But certainly, I think they're getting a little bit better. And I I think you could really see them start to click, especially at the end of the season, because his teams, as you say, Randy, they're so great defensively. And I think Alan Flanagan is the most underrated pro right now, potential pro, that's in the SEC because last year he was hurt, didn't put up the numbers. He is having a fantastic season thus far and is the ultimate matchup problem for Arkansas tonight. On our live fan feedback, I got this one for you, Bart. This is from Hippie Hog. Randy, you see it on there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Incoming transfer guards. I fully expect Devo's scoring to drop. Seems it's the game plan for him to defer to others. But is there a measurable difference in his defense this year? I hear him getting much criticism for his offense. I think there's a noticeable difference, and so it's a great question. And the overall team defense, which I think people can link back to individual assignments, but just to keep in mind, defense is unique in this regard. If player X is not doing their job, Devo might end up looking like he's not doing his job because he's trying to help player X. So that's the tough part right now. In my opinion, I think the new players in Coach Musselman's system have really struggled, and the players that have been there, plus Trayvon Mark, are playing extremely well. But the rebounding is inconsistent for everybody. So, uh, but but certainly, I think Devo is still an elite level, next level type defender. At what point? At what juncture, Bart? Do you basically just have to say these guys are not going to get it? At what point do you say that? It's so tough, Randy, because you know that they're getting extremely close, but it's not a talent thing. And and this is what I, when I see this and people say the roster's not, the talent is there. Chemistry matters in basketball. I think he's got a couple more games, but it's getting really close. Wow. Now they don't get it because apparently we've seen more zone and a couple of games that are Eric Musman than we have maybe ever. That's right. That's right. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. 
It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Well, now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale. Up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank and Chris I know interest rates are high right now that's what everybody's talking about but if you're thinking about a project whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know RJ no matter what the business environment may be we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank they want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home... Your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, along with Chris Kane, yeah, Chris Crane, if you want to join us, Junior, you're welcome to join us, too. Uh, along with uh, Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills, I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh, I felt like I was in uh, one of those Boris Karloff movies this morning as I went to go get my uh, uh, morning Renoco coffee. We have to stop. Does Chris Kane have any, or Bart have any idea who Boris Karloff is? I I do not. Boris. I was afraid to ask though. Chris. Oh, he's an actor, of course, oh, Rick. Chris. I know oh, exactly who he is. He, he is well-known, well uh, occasionally <laughs> billed as Karloff the Uncanny. He's he an English actor. I don't know if you knew that, Rick. Buying yeah. time over there. He, he was, of know. course, the Bride of Frankenstein. Everybody no, he, knows that. that. Yeah, he, was, he was Frankenstein in the original Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I didn't have on a black cloak. I just had to throw that out. Too. I didn't have on a top hat. I didn't have a cane. Uh, not Chris Kane, but I was walking to Double B's for my Renoco cup of coffee, and the fog was so thick, and, you know, you'll see it kind of moving along the ground, and I'm thinking, you know, if this wasn't, uh, I'm downtown, this could get spooky. We can't have one normal day of weather in this state, no, it seems like. No, not no, just no. one day. 
Just no. one no. day is no. all I need right now. Nope. But you've got to persevere. When you know something is that good, that Renoco cup of coffee, that's going to get me off to a good start during my day. Got to do it, folks. I don't care if Boris is out there hanging in the shadows. <laughs> Go get you a Renoco cappuccino. If you don't want a cup of coffee, get the cappuccino. And at Double B's, you always find your favorite snacks. I have been matching that uh, up with the honey bun, even though it's not on special. Still a great deal at just a buck. I love it back though when it's two for 50 cents. Uh, two for a dollar, I should say. That's Double B's. It's where you guys it, grab it, and go. Make it double these. Randy, I do have uh, one bit of breaking news before we go back to basketball. Um, this is nowhere near the breaking news of Nick Saban retiring that we did a few weeks ago, but a national championship head coach is leaving college football and going to the NFL, as many anticipated, as Adam yeah. Schefter is reporting officially, Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan to accept the head coaching job with the Los Angeles Chargers, and I almost said San Diego even while reading Los Angeles. Chargers get their man. Would this not be the case if you are a Wolverine fan in spite of pigskin preacher? You know it was coming. Eliminate that. You know it was coming. But I'm saying, would you not be taking your right foot and say, go? You've teased us with this for the last six or plus years about going to the pros. No, I don't think they were wanting wait, to wait, kick wait, him wait. out. How, when's the last time they won the national championship? Uh, Lloyd Carr, 97? 19... Is that what it? Mm. 97. Okay. 97, so this 90... is your first national championship in 26 years. You're going to be mad because the coach left? No. How about, how about all the schools that never win the But he does it to you every year. Well, that's fine. This time, now he's gone. So he restored the glory. He restored the glory. I think I they... they he's not coming back. And, and, and do it every I'm once. guessing... The guy that was the interim is going to be the head coach because I'm guessing Michigan's AD has, has had a plan all along for what happens next. Because when the guy that he, he's at the national championship game and won't even commit to being back next year, all he's saying is we're going to enjoy this and we're going to enjoy the plane ride home. Well, I guess he did. Uh, but since then, we've heard nothing except interviewing. So how's that going for building your program? How about your players, your quarterbacks leaving? Uh, other players may leave. So, you know, but don't get upset if Michigan doesn't win another national championship for 25 years. Their fans this year got to experience something that a lot of fans never experience. Right? Oh, yeah. So why would you be mad? I don't think they're mad. I haven't, I, I well, I'm only speaking mad. of myself as the one Michigan fan that's <laughs> tired of it. So You're not even a Michigan I'm not, fan. I know I'm not, but i got to speak for those that are not speaking right now and not being <laughs> stampeded by Rick Schaefer. So I've just got to take up for those other fans that are out there saying, thank goodness, I'm tired of it. Thank but, you but for see, the national here, championship, but good riddance. I say, here's the thing, Chris and Bart. Randy is a Yankee fan, and he thinks they should win every World Series. Absolutely. So anytime they don't win the World Series, he thinks it's a horrible season, and they haven't won one since 2009. So, you know, he thinks if you win, in a, in whatever you win, you should stay forever because you're now in their history. We're not handing out participation trophies on this now, show. You expect to win, right, Randy? That's, That's right. We're not handing out participation trophies. And they have done an awful so, job in this, in this, except for Soto. They've done a horrible job. Uh, thank you, Brian <laughs> Cashman. But I'll leave that alone. That's a different time. Because, Bart, well, uh, we were talking right before the break that... This club, yeah. if nothing, if nothing, they are inconsistent. They, if nothing else, this team is absolutely inconsistent, inconsistent from game to game, minute to minute, whatever it may be. There is nothing on this team right now. You can mark, maybe you can say, we'll get 15-plus points tonight. Outside of that, yep. tell me who else are you expecting to shine tonight. Is this the night Brazil just gets back into double figures? He may score four yep. points tonight. Woohoo! Yep. One more than yep. last time. 
but and you see the value of having really good play. Just getting players to play hard and motivated to play night in night out is not an easy task to Why accomplish. Not? It should be, but it's not, and that's the problem I think with the way rosters of rosters, the rosters are built based on the transfer portal. Because here's the ultimate question: it's not when they give it up. It's Coach Musselman. I would say everybody can say he had a plan to sign two high school guys each year, and then the rest was going to come from the transfer portal. Chemistry is a real thing in the game of basketball. It is a individualized, focused. Sport that looks at matchups, but it is still a team sport. It's not tennis. It's not swimming. Chemistry matters. If you have one or two weak links that don't mesh in the lineup, defensively, offensively, chemistry-wise, it doesn't look good on the court at times, but how can you build chemistry if your roster turns over every single season? Okay. What about this noise? And we're hearing it now on a fairly consistent basis. And when they're playing like this and there's double-digit losses, it's no surprise. I'm hearing there's issues, locker room issues, including the most dangerous word that can be thrown out there, a couple of cancers now in the locker room. What are you hearing, Bart? Do you think this is the case where now it's not everybody on the same page? Without going into rumors, I can tell you this. Just optically from looking at it, you can tell that something is not right. Because a lot of the poor performance is just based on effort. If you come out, and Rick and we talked about this at the at the Florida game. If you're coming off an Auburn game where you get killed, pride kicks in and you want to put out effort to win. The, the players look disengaged. They look really hot, low level of energy, low motor, and that's why you win a Texas A&M game. A lot of it was just the motion was different, probably because they're at home, but there are issues within that locker room. Certainly, I think there's some players that have already moved on, maybe quit mentally, uh, not physically, but there has got to be some issues going on for sure. And I think that's why the playing time is so sporadic. Hmm. So if you got 13 guys on your team and a couple of them have checked out mentally and you know that, then why don't you just sit them and they just don't ever play? Rick, that's what the common, obviously most people with common sense would think that and that's what you have to do, but it still takes its toll in the locker room in practice at team dinners that bleeds over one player gets a bad game and, and then negative talks and that. It spreads just like the, the, the medical condition cancer. It spreads by nature so it's just not that easy. You can't just isolate and sit them because there's still all the other stuff that revolve around this being a team. Well, then you just isolate them and say, hey, enjoy the rest of the semester. Go to all your classes. We don't need to see you practice anymore. I I agree. Because you have to deal with it. It'll it'll kill your team. All right, Bart. That's Bart Reap, your sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Chris King. Who's coming up next? We got the legend, the coach. The man. Nolan Richardson. Thanks to Slim Chickens. Hour number three, straight ahead. You worked hard last year. You paid your taxes. Now, it's time to reward yourself. At Guatney Buick GMC, we'll take your refund and combine it with real world purchase allowances up to $6,000 on select vehicles. Use cash back and current offers in combination with your refund and we'll put you in the vehicle you deserve to be driving. This winter, Guatney Buick GMC in North Little Rock, next to Sam's Club.